You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. I'm here with super producer and host Dave Shepard. And you, everybody tuned in, locked in all over North America. Here for a good time. What do we got going on? Oh, I gave you a top six list. It's what I do Wednesday night into Thursday morning. Tonight, took a look at some of the worst contracts in sports. Right now, active contracts. Guys who are getting paid who ain't living up to the billing. The contracts are questionable. The guy or gal, they're not healthy. They're an albatross. Their weight. They're an anchor. I can give you full explanations, but so we got rewind buttons for. If you're lo- if you're tuned in on the free Odyssey app, all you got to do is hit rewind. Thank you to everyone listening on our many affiliates, all of our friends on Sirius XM channel 158, and everybody listening on a smart speaker. Well, all you have to do is ask your, I don't know what it's called. It could be Google or Alexa or whatever it is. Just ask it to play CBS Sports Radio. Here's the deal. Let me give you a quick recap. Worst active contracts in sports. And number six, I gave you Russell Westbrook. Thank God he's making $47 million this year, and it's an expiring deal. Yeah, $47 million for a guy to come off the bench. And number five, I gave you Aaron Rodgers. Why a two-time MVP uses the worst of contracts? Did you hear this man whine and cry and almost retire and give you a soliloquy and climb a mountain and do a cleanse just to get paid? It's like they had to bribe him to come back. Oh, here's 50 mil for the next three. It's like the Green Bay Packers signed up for a headache just to bring him in. And number four, I give you Russell Wilson. Shout outs to my main man, Marty from Westchester. He is an excellent caller. Always. Hey, Shep, is Mar- where did Marty come from? I know, I know where he came from. He's from Westchester County in New York. But he is a perfect caller, man. He you calls. Might be right. Like he no, just... he calls. He hits his point. He gives his reason. And it's good. There's no dilly dallying. There's no. He's just awesome. We need to get Marty. Do you think we get Marty a job here? Uh, listen, CBS Sports Radio could never not have. Sorry for the double negative. Enough good, diligent, studious people working behind the glass here. Yeah, Marty. I don't know if he wants to work, but <laughs> sounds like he would. I don't know. He's Marty's ex. Oh, would he want? But he'd want to work at WFAN, not CBS Sports Radio. Well, he can do that too. Okay. Let Marty do all the jobs. Anyway, Westbrook six, Rogers five, Russell Wilson four, Deshaun Watson three. Yeah, guaranteed money. Kawhi Leonard two. 
in the worst contract, I'd say, active contract in sports right now, Steven Strasburg. This man won an MVP in the World Series and has basically been MIA since. And it is just what I would find to be horrific injuries. Thoracic outlet syndrome. He had to have muscles taken out of his ribs and his neck. He had two neck muscles removed. What? I don't know nothing about nobody's neck. I know I, I, know I got traps. Where the hell are you taking a muscle out of somebody's neck? No thank you. Between that and carpal tunnel, like right after he won World Series MVP in 2019, the Nationals said, hey, he has $245 million. He's only made seven starts since. Seven. Seven. I mean, God bless him in his recovery and just his physical well-being. But I mean, sheesh. That's a lot of money to to just be busted up and hurt. 855-212-4CBS. No, and by the way, no, I didn't forget anybody. I actually thought about this list along with super producer Dave Shepard. And so, yes, if, if you were mentioning a name to me or us, we probably thought about it. 855-212-4CBS. Frankie's calling from Nashville. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, great stuff, Jr. I know y'all probably thought about Bobby Bonilla, um, but that's actually not which direction I want to go. A guy who's actually on the field, Jean Carlo Stanton with the Yankees, just not getting what is it, three hundred and twenty-five million? I don't see the production. Well, I think the good thing about his contract is the Yankees aren't on the hook every year for every penny of it, as the Marlins are still. You know, I think fitting the bill for about 10 mil out of every season. So it's probably costing the Yankees closer to, I think, around 25 every season, which isn't, you know, totally over the hill. And uh, but his contract is and can be a problem, uh, knowing his injury history. Um, He started off last season actually playing in the field, but we saw him break down. Uh, But I I certainly understand his contract is is always a, a sticking point. For New York Yankee fans, when you think about, you know, him occupying a DH slot that you would hope one day Aaron Judge sits in. What about my man Bonilla? Do you uh, getting paid through two thousand and thirty five? Well, Your thoughts? He was he was considered, but he's on a deferred contract. So I mean, I can I can always throw him on the list because the New York Mets got caught up in a Ponzi scheme before Steve Cohen took over, but. Yeah, I wasn't thinking about a, a deferred situation. I wanted to stick on guys who were active as well. Good stuff. Thank you, Frankie. Appreciate you. John is calling from Buffalo. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, John? Hey, good evening. You know, I have to go down to Dallas and look at uh, Ezekiel Elliott. Man, yeah. like talk about downhill after that $90 million contract. And what makes it even more cringeworthy is when you watch Tony Pollard go out there running wild in what is like the same conditions or whatever you want to call it. And I mean, like I say, man, Zeke, I don't know, <laughs> bad contract right there. You're getting a lot more production. It looks like uh, for a lot less uh, right now with Tony Pollard. So uh, that, that's that got to be it for me. 
Not reasonable, John, and thank you for calling from Buffalo. The only man who makes more money from the running back position and Ezekiel Elliott would happen to be Christian McCaffrey, who's making, on average, $1 million more. $1 million more, I should say, than Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott clocking in at about 15 per year, and then you have Christian McCaffrey making 16, and I believe Saquon Barkley Man, if he continues what he's doing right now on the way to being the NFL Comeback Player of the Year, yeah, Saquon Barkley is probably going to hit that that 17 million mark if he can hit the correct jackpot. But no, Ezekiel Elliott is uh, certainly someone when you look at the injuries that he suffered and the amount of money he's making, he's supposed to be that premier back. Ezekiel Elliott's supposed to be, uh, you know, 1,000. 1,500 yards on the ground. People expect for another, I don't know, 600, 700 in the air. And, but he's, he's always busted up. 855-212-4CBS. Mark is calling from Maryland. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR. I'm going to cut right to the chase. Um, I'm going to say like Mike that. Trout. I'm going to say Mike Trout, um, great baseball player, maybe one of the best five-tool baseball players to play the game. But at the end of the day, I believe you're judged on championships, and I believe he's only been to the playoffs once, never won a playoff series, and now he has the degenerative issue. So um, that's my pick. Uh, I'll hang up and listen to your response. Thanks for taking the call. Thank you, Mark, for calling from Maryland. Is is that his fault, though? Is it Mike Trout's fault that they're not going to the playoffs? What are we going to do, blame Shohei Otani as well? And you want to talk about breaking the bank, my God. If Max Scherzer is making hmm, $43 million per season, if Aaron Judge is going to try to approach 40, what is Shohei Otani going to ask for? Shohei Otani might be the first $50 million per year player in Major League Baseball. And that will be an interesting contract whenever he signs it how long he signs it for, because let's be realistic. How long is he going to be an awesome pitcher and hitter? His hitting and batting is likely going to last longer than his pitching, or maybe it's going to be the opposite. Like something's going to have to give, right? He's an interesting test case. I know there are going to be tons of people who look at Aaron Judge and say, how is a guy? Six foot seven, 270 pounds. How is he going to age? How is he going to last as an outfielder? And, and sure, we've seen some big guys in the past. Nobody this damn big and this athletic. That's one question. But Otani? That's a whole nother story. So I, I'm not going to look at Mike Trout. Yes, we found out about his back, and now he's saying his back is not that bad. But he's he's been kind of nicked and dinged up as well over time. And so is his $430 million contract going to age? Well, probably not. But I think he's going to still go out there and give something. Kevin is calling from Louisville. You're on the JR Sport Show. Go ahead, Kevin. What's up, my brother, JR? How are you? I'm good, man. I just got home from work, and I'm listening. <laughs> and you have, you are the best sports show in America. Jr. for president, by the way. Well, no thanks. Um, 
Tannehill, <laughs> I don't know what y'all got Mac those big contracts. Tannehill, I don't know what he makes, but it ain't worth it. And uh, to your point a while ago, I was coming home listening to Odell Beckham. I know he don't want to play in a cold atmosphere, but he would fit really good with my man Lamar Jackson. Yeah, he, he would. He would. He certainly yeah. would. I don't know if he would get the ball as much as he would like, but well, I, I don't know, Jr. I, I mean, I would personally. I would. They need him. They need him. I agree, and I and would I'll love. What they'll, t- they'll take the pressure off Lamar when he has that. Lamar, maybe better. It might be make him better too as a receiver. Yeah, and no, nope. Mark Andrews is. He's number one, so uh, who they got? Yeah, Mark Andrews is hurt. Uh, You have Likely. You have Duvernay. No, I agree with you. He he would be a great fit. I don't know if it'd be his first choice, knowing that the offense is designed. I know he didn't choose it, but, uh, man. We'll we'll see what he chooses. Appreciate you, Kev. I love you, JR. Love you too, my man. Thank you, Kevin, for calling from Louisville. No doubt about it. He said Tannehill overpaid. He's like, I don't care how much money. Ryan Tannehill makes. The guy makes too much. He makes about $30 million per year. Fine. He's starting. He's okay. He's an average quarterback. He's getting paid commensurate to his performance. And uh, unfortunately, Tannehill's performance typically leads to interceptions in the playoffs. That's just just normal for him. Matt is calling from Michigan. Go ahead, Matt. Hey, how you doing, Jared? Great show. I was calling to say Matt, Max Scherzer. Um, I mean, ever since he left Detroit, and then I'm pretty sure he went to the Nationals and then on to the Mets, he has uh, scored some great deals, you know, uh, contract-wise, but has never panned out. I'm pretty sure he's 11-5 and in regular season and then completely choked in the playoffs. So I don't know what, how you feel about that. Well, I'm not going to slaughter Max Scherzer's contract. I mean, he well, first of all, he won a world he did win a World Series when he went to the Nationals. The other thing is he brings some he brings validity to a team. I mean, even this past season, yes, he didn't have the greatest of ends with the New York Mets, but the man when he was healthy, he, he brings he brings a he brings a what is the word? I don't want to call it an aura, but he's no nonsense. And his attitude, his attitude rubs off on the rest of the team. It's no nonsense. It's let's get the business. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I mean, for that amount of money, I think he's making 43 million bucks a year, and I he think Verlander's looking for the same thing. I mean, the aura is great, but in the end, I mean, when it comes September, October, and you're no. you know, the stud pitcher of the Mets, you got not you got to not in the care. Not in the case for the New York Mets. What are the New York Mets? What have what have they done over the past? I don't know, thirty seven, thirty eight years. What have they done? Spent a lot of money trying to get there, and he's part of. Whoa, a lot whoa, of whoa, money. whoa, 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 whoa! The New York Mets have spent a lot of money. Where in the big scheme of things? Where? In trying to win a World Series. Well, are you confusing I, them with the New York Yankees? What are we looking no, at? No, no, no. I'm not confusing them with the Yankees. I think the Yankees are absolutely overspent. 
but with the new or with the reasonably new owner of the Mets. No, no, I ain't, I'm not talking about Steve Cohen. I asked you about the past 35 years since they won a championship in '86. What have the New York Mets done? They've spent a lot of money on trying to get some people. Uh, well, you, 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 you filling me in blanks here. Let me actually tell you what the New York I'm Mets have done. I'm just talking broad. I mean, I, no, I, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm telling you broad and specific. The New York Mets have spent like a small market team. Have they gone out and spent cash and brought in names at the end of uh, Pedro Martinez? Yes. Have they signed a Carlos Beltran? Yes, one of the biggest. Yeah. Have they made their mistakes? Yes, they gave Derek Bell money, and this man was a, a real pirate. He stole money. But the New York Mets haven't spent commensurate to playing in the biggest market in New York. And well, that is – well, hold, yes, hold on, Matt. Matt, Matt, hold on. Because I think you, I think you're wrong here. I'm trying to really tell you why Max Scherzer at 43 million dollars isn't the worst thing. But you're saying that the Mets have spent tons of money, and I'm telling you that the New York Mets have spent, yes, but they haven't spent like they should have. They haven't spent like people think they have. And moreover, the New York Mets, since winning a championship in '86, they've been to the World Series twice. And the New York Mets have also been a disaster of a franchise that has been run, unfortunately, by a penny-pinching real estate developer family. That's what right. the Mets have been. But what you, and, well, hold uh, on, Matt. Okay. I'm not done. Thank you. When you're trying to add validity to a squad, when you have a fan base that always feels like the sky is falling, New York Mets and the New York Met fans have this this feeling of how are we going to get screwed today? How are we going to lose? How are we going to fall apart? How are we going to miss out? How are we going to miss the free agent? That's the feeling with New York Met fans. Max Scherzer is a winner. Max Scherzer is someone who takes his job seriously. He's not riding around on his ranch in Miami, you know, uh, falling into a boar's hole like uh, 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 a cesspitus, okay? He's not overweight like Mo Vaughn. The guy is about his business. He's going into the Hall of Fame. When you add someone like that to a locker room, it's worth the value because it trickles down not just because of his solo performance, but how everybody else views the organization because you look at him and go, oh, they're serious. That's why he's worth the money, man. In terms of like what you said was in contracts, it wasn't like franchises. So, yes, of course, the Dodgers and, of course, the Yankees oh. are crazy in terms of what they spend to get players. I'm not talking about uh, what anybody spends. Is, is No, what you – said the Yankees in terms of Yan- uh, New York markets, but in terms of the uh, Max Scherzer as a single contract, not as a franchise. No, no, like you're confused. Yankees no, are- no, listen to no, me, no, man. No, I'm not confused. I'm just saying. You are confused. Terms- now I got you on hold. You are confused. Stop telling me about the team. I'm telling you the contract that Max Scherzer has. Yes, $43 million. $43 million they're paying this man. I'm telling you. For the New York Mets, it is worth it. 
for what he brings to the team is worth it. For the attitude he brings to the team is worth it. For the respect that the New York Mets receive as a franchise, Max Scherzer is worth it. He adds validity to the team, and the performance trickles down. Max Scherzer was wary of going to the Mets, and he met the owner, and he says, okay, I will play for the Mets because he's serious. Other teams look at that. Other players look at that. Other agents look at that. And by the way, yes, he didn't finish the season at the highest of notes, but he also had a damn good season. He got hurt, but he had a damn good year. Max Scherzer ain't about the games. That guy is nuts. The money is worth it. What do you want to tell me? Oh, they should have only paid him 35. Man, you can't look at that contract and tell me it's one of the worst in sports. Max Scherzer on the Mets, when they signed him, made you go, oh, damn, the New York Mets are spending money? The New York Mets are serious? They're not a joke anymore. Let's bring him back. He's still going to fight me. Matt is here from Michigan. Yep, at 11, at 11 and 5 for $43 million a year, and then he completely chokes in the playoffs, you feel that that's okay at $43 million a year. As a yes. single contract, yes. barring – How many uh, games – well, here's a, here's the thing. I have to put him on mute again. Nobody gives a damn about wins, singular wins in baseball anymore, okay? Unfortunately, the pitchers don't pitch long enough to pick up wins, Okay. If you want to tell me Max Scherzer should win 20-plus games and then he would be worth his uh, you know, $43 million, you're missing the point. I think you just missed everything that I just said about what he brings to the team and the franchise. The New York Mets won. The team won 101 games this year. 101. Did Max Scherzer? He contributed 11 of them. How many actual games did they win because he was on the mound? What did he actually bring to the clubhouse that inspired these guys to actually show up and work and not be a bunch of lollygagging bums? Matt? Yes. I don't – I mean, I don't agree with it because you cannot say that 11 wins out of 101 because he's a – no disrespect, a cheerleader in a locker room at $43 million oh. a year. So and then let me goes into the playoffs, JR, and totally bombs. So, Matt, let me ask you this. Have you ever, have you ever played sports? Yeah, actually. What, at, what, at what level? Uh, collegiate, nothing crazy. Uh, okay, what, what, what sport did you say, play? I played, I was a wrestler, and then I also uh, played a minimal, but I was mostly a wrestler. Okay. Okay. So, so and, and football. Okay. So more of a wrestling is a singular sport, or are you on a team? Correct. Both. Both are okay. Important. Singular. And then, have and you team. ever have you ever been around baseball at all? Yeah. Yeah. Quite a bit. Actually, oh, where? a friend of mine. Where uh, was a minor leaguer with the Nationals? Okay. He played for uh, Akron. Okay. And have you ever been in a clubhouse with major leaguers? No. Okay. I, I think something, and I'm just going to leave it here. I think you're underestimating 
what a winner can bring to a clubhouse from just an environment perspective. You are more than welcome, as you are, to disagree with me on monetary value. But to think of Max Scherzer in line with some of the other individuals that I mentioned who don't even play as one of the worst contracts in sports for a man who added validity to a, a franchise just by signing a contract, I think is, is really missing out on the big picture. But we can agree to disagree. Correct. Well, thank but- you, Matt, for calling from Michigan. That is wild. I can get it. You, oh, it's a lot of money for a guy. That man pitched his ass off when he played. Pitched his ass off. One of the biggest competitors in baseball. 855-212-4CBS. It's the JR Sport Breeze Show. I'm going to get some more of your calls on the other side. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Wow, it's exciting talking to you, Mr. JR. You are clear, concise, accurate, and honest. I love listening to you. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We're looking at contracts. Some of the worst contracts in professional sports right now. Active contracts. Terrible. And number one, I gave you Steven Strasburg. The man can't even pitch. Was the MVP of the World Series in 2019. Has made seven starts since. And in the meantime, he's had a stressed reaction in his ribs. He's had to deal with carpal tunnel. He has also had surgery to remove muscles in his ribs and his neck. Ouch. He's making $35 million a year to basically rehab. I, I wish him nothing but the best. That is just, that's just brutal what he's dealing with. But he's not on the mound. 855-212-4CBS. DJ's calling from Detroit. What's one of the worst contracts in sports, DJ? What up, though, JR? How you doing, man? I'm chilling, brother. What's going on? Uh, this is my first time tuning in, man. I like uh, like listening to you so far. I call in here in Detroit with my man Valenti them quite often. So this is my first time checking you out, man. I like the way you rock. Appreciate So you. to stay on task, man, I feel bad about this. I really do, but it's business and it's not personal. Miguel Cabrera, my guy. Yeah. Since 2017, he's averaging 11 home runs per season. He's giving us absolutely nothing at $32 million a year. And still, we have him under contract until 2025. We're going to be paying him another $32 million a year. But, JR, what you were saying, man, Matt in Michigan, I, you, I was sitting here like, I can't wait to get on the radio to address this with JR, man, because I understand from playing team sports my whole life. And I go back and forth with this with my college teammates all the time, JR. There's a thing in sports called an intangible. And guys like a Scherzer, guys bringing in tangibles, you can't put a stat on, man. It elevates the play of other people. Like Derek Jeter did that. So I fully understand where you were going with that. Even when you said, man, have you ever even played team sports? I knew where you were going. But I don't think Miguel Cabrera brings that intangible to my Tigers. I think it's holding us back as far as prospects. 
and I feel bad because he's definitely a Hall of Famer and all that stuff, but I think it's Cabrera, man. Yeah, we, we know this past season was, was all about records for Miguel, uh, but the fact is, and it's, it's I don't want to say it's funny, but he's real honest. He's like, listen, I'm going to play out my whole contract. I'm getting all my money, and it, <laughs> there's, there's nothing anybody could do about that, and, and thank you about Max Scherzer. I can understand anybody who looks at Max and says, oh, that's a whole lot of money, but the man – the man had an ERA of like two, okay? And he, he got hurt, granted. And at the end of the year, he didn't have his best games. But he he elevates the franchise just by being in the building. And uh, absolutely, man. You, absolutely. You, that's not something everybody can understand. It's like the New York Mets are not a joke because they added this man. For many reasons, they're not a joke. But he is he is a main one. You you gotta you gotta swing for the fences, and they did it. And you know maybe in the future, with or without Scherzer, they'll win a championship. And him bringing being brought in helps change the 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 aura around the team. I appreciate hey, you, hey, DJ. Thank you, man. Hey, they are definitely. Before we go, too, man, uh, I'm, I'm gonna start calling you aside. What what nights are you on? You on every night? I am here every single weeknight, 10 p.m. Eastern time. Every night, four hours. Yeah, yeah, we 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 top it up about this a little bit more, man. Cause you you Thank on you. A, a topic that before I go, Jr. Yeah, me and my friends here in Detroit, man, because they're they're huge Bulls fans. But oh. one day we're arguing. These dudes are gonna try to tell me we were talking drinking. They're like, oh man, Scotty Pippen was better than Isaiah Thomas. I said, man, are you guys kidding me right now, dude? Well, they would they were doing a lot of drinking. No, 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 Jr. What it was was they're looking at. Scotty Pippen, the defensive player, the all-around player, they said him and his peak, and I'm trying to tell these guys, dudes like Isaiah Thomas are getting slighted because you can't measure his intangibles. You know, the Assassin. people are saying that Chris Paul is better than him. He's got, they're not. You can't measure well, his intangibles. Because Isaiah was an assassin. I'll put it to you this, this way, DJ, and I got to hit the news break in a second. I had someone call up last night, and I guess he was watching Charles Barkley. Because I had a caller look at John Morant and say, I think he's he's overrated. He doesn't make his teammates better. And I said, you know what John Morant has that a lot of NBA players don't? John Morant is a straight killer, okay? And him being on the team and being someone who's willing to go out there and slaughter the opposition is enough. Because he is a, a rare commodity uh, when you have a game. I, the, Isaiah Thomas was the same way. Don't matter if he was out there on one leg, two legs, no eye, broken eye, cut eye, elbowed eye. That man was but, a killer. But to your point, Jr., his teammates knowing that we got that guy on our team, it makes them play better. There you go. See, that, nope. that goes back to your point with, with Scherzer. The guys out there play better because we got that guy. It's, it's, it's about hey, it's about how you lead and and how you set the tone. DJ, I appreciate you for calling from the D. Yep. No doubt about it. Thank you to everybody. All my friends listening on the ticket. I was just in Detroit. Thank you to my friends at the ticket. I love them. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to get some more of your calls on the other side of the break. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening.
listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Well, I'm going to get off the radio and just want to let you know I commend you for what you're doing, JR. That's, that's great what you're up there doing, the speaking engagements and, and talking to these college students and stuff. We need more of that. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Yes, the media for the movement tour will take me to the University of Alabama, Ham, Birmingham. Yeah, I'm going to go check in on the Blazers. Shout out to all my friends in Birmingham. And thank you to Special Olympics. Uh, thank you to Experian. I'm going to have me a good old time. We'll talk more about that tomorrow. Right now, we're talking about some of the worst contracts in sports. I'm going to make sure that we can get on as many people as possible before I have to roll out. I, I can't believe I spent so much time trying to talk about Max Scherzer and the value he brings to the New York Mets. But let's go ahead and get to some uh, some great callers here. Hans is calling from Atlanta. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Jr. How's it going, man? I appreciate you taking my call. First time caller. And uh, Dodgers fan here in Atlanta. So uh, talking about Scherzer, man, I wish we really could have kept him uh, in L.A. because he, he did bring that intangible and, and that toughness. And, I mean, anytime you got a guy who, who tells his manager not to touch him when he's coming off the mound or coming into the dugout, that's, that's some toughness right there. He, he sets the tone, man. He said even for the New York Mets this year, he, he, was, he set the tone and was the ace of the squad while DeGrom was out. But we can go on about that. What, what are your thoughts on a bad contract? Yeah, I got a bad contract. I'm going to stick with the with the Dodger organization and that Trevor Bauer contract, that three year, 102 million dollar uh, deal. And uh, you know, with that legal issues or the, the accusations and whatnot, that just really, I mean, during that first season with the Dodgers and him not even being able to uh, complete that, you know, that contract and everything, he's pretty much done. But I, I'd have to say that'd probably be one of the worst. Yeah. They had to. I know they they had the payout. I think the majority of it at the onset, but now that he's suspended until what, like twenty twenty four, I think the Dodgers have only been left with uh, about half of that that bag that they have to pay out. But nonetheless, still a well, he's just a disaster in and of himself. And yeah, you know, yeah. even it's not even a matter of innocent, guilty. Uh, was it uh, permission without permission? He has just really shown over the past several years to just be a nasty human being. Um, and it's um, he's he's troubling. I wish him nothing but the best and hopefully recovering from whatever ails him. But it doesn't seem like he is even open to it. Hans, I appreciate you, man. Thanks, brother. I appreciate you, man. Have a good night. You as well. Rich is calling from Chicago. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Yeah, hey, look, real fast. Uh, and maybe it's because he's playing here, but Zach Levine – $43 million for five years. And that would put him in the top ten of any NBA player, and including ahead of, of, of Giannis. That is crazy money. Well, he's, he's on the back end. Well, when I say the back end, he was, he was due more recently for a contract, and yeah. he's being paid by or like a, a max player. He's an all-star, so that's – that's that's commensurate for for where he falls in and what he's eligible for. He's twenty one points and four rebounds. I guess he's you know you 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 can make that claim because he plays for the Bulls. I'm talking about in the scheme of all of the NBA players. 
Yeah, I mean, in the scheme of all NBA players. So there's actually a – there are actually metrics and markers that players have to hit for them to be eligible for different maximum-type deals and contracts. The fact that Zach Levine has a certain amount of service time in the NBA, the fact that he's been an all-star – it kind of already checks some of the boxes for him to receive the contract that he has. I know that there's been an adjustment for him uh, playing alongside DeMar DeRozan, who is now their leading scorer. They play similar positions, at di- different skill sets. And I-, I think that may be one of the reasons why he's in this spot. But, yeah, no, NBA players get paid a lot of money. And Zach Levine is one of them. He's one of the stars. Wait until these dudes start making – $60 million a year. Go look at Jokic. Go look at that man's salary. Ralph is calling from Miami. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, good morning, Jerry. Love to hear you every night. So, to me, my contract, to me, as the worst contract, I normally don't pay attention to contracts, but when it comes to Kyler Murray, I feel like he was a bad contract. He disputed so much he wanted a brand new contract, and I feel like he's not living to his expectation this year. And basically, I feel like he's also demonstrated why he's not studying enough also, too, the way he is playing in the field. Well, he got the – well, thank you, Ralph. He got the same contract that Deshaun Watson did, and at least he's playing. I know people – well, he didn't play this past week because he was hurt. They get the hamstring injury. He got the same deal, except for he's only getting $160 million guaranteed. I think there's still time for him to turn things around. I, I have just never been a fan of Cliff Kingsbury. Lucas calling from San Diego. Hey, JR, what's up? What's going on? So, so I was trying to think of uh, some players that you might not have thought of, and I thought of two actually on the same team. So what about Keenan Allen and Joey Bosa? You got a team with the Chargers trying to put together an awesome team over the last five years with literally no market, no fans. And you have these two players that every time this team needs to win games, they're either hurt or they get hurt in the actual game. And it's like, how much more time do the Chargers have uh, to give these players? Like, they're they're, they're got to be the highest players on each side of the highest paid players on each side of the ball. Like, what gives there? Like, it's just it's sad to see, right? Yeah, it's it, well in Keenan Allen's uh, case, it's certainly disappointing. Uh, Bosa being younger, uh, you know, uh, you can't necessarily you know fault him for the knee injury that he suffered. But those are definitely two injuries. Would I go ahead and, and, and place them in the worst contracts in sports? No. Uh, but we got a lot of those. I can go up and down rosters in the NFL, in the NBA, and say, you know, this guy's hurt. This guy's hurt. He's not earning his money, earning his keep. I, I don't know if I'd put – they happen to fall in that category. I'm not going to put them in the worst of the worst. Well, Keenan Allen, it seems like it's just always the, the hamstring and the leg, and it's like uh, you keep throwing them out, it seems like maybe pre- prematurely or or something, and now it's trickling down to Mike Williams because you're putting too much pressure on other players. I just feel like he's somebody that it's a Carson Wentz effect, like you're going to just keep on trusting that this guy's not going to get injured or you're just going to like cut him at some point, you know? But well, he's had, he's had high usage for years now. I mean, he's he's cool. always up there when it comes down to catches. He's now pushing 30 years old if he hasn't crossed over it already. And so, yeah, uh, it, God bless him. I hope that we can actually see him play uh, legitimate football this year, but I don't I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I agree. 
Thank you, Luke. Appreciate you, man. Absolutely. No doubt about it. Shep, we, that's a lot of names, man. You think? And I think all things considered, people really did name every, even the ones we didn't have on the list, people named guys that, that we thought of, the Ezekiel Elliott's. I right? think the only, the only name that we didn't, that we didn't even throw around at all was uh, Giancarlo Stanton. I think we had a caller uh, mention Giancarlo, but. Prisoners of the moment. He had a decent playoff outing, unlike that other uh, superstar uh, Bash brother. Who? Oh, uh, Aaron Judge? Yes. Uh, ju- uh, yeah, uh, Judgean Blast guy? Yeah. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no, you no, had sorry. To, yeah. You had, you had, to say, yeah. you had to say Judgean Blast <laughs> yeah. guy. We had to bring up John Sterling. I was thinking that we wouldn't hear about this man until, I don't know, <laughs> April. Well, we'll maybe we're here Listen, tomorrow you because you the fan every every week. You, you know you're going to hear about him before nah, April. Come on now. Well, we're going to hear about Aaron Judge tomorrow because he's going to be named the MVP of the American League. And so I already know we'll talk about that. Tomorrow is Thursday, so obviously Thursday night football. We got some action tomorrow that you might probably want to pay attention to. The Tennessee Titans and the Packers. Aaron Rodgers trying to get two victories in one week. And then you got Tannehill. I don't know what to say about him. The guy drives me nuts. Four interceptions for Tannehill tomorrow. Thursday night football. Don't let him throw the rock. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Thank you, Shep, for an amazing night as always. Thank you as always, JR. No doubt about it. We'll be back with you tomorrow, 10 p.m. Eastern time, 7 Pacific. I was going to say Pacific. I don't know what that is, though. People peeing in the Pacific. Anyway, I'm done here. I'll be back tomorrow. Amy Lawrence, she's coming up next. The JR Sport Reshow's a wrap.